Good morning, everybody. Wednesday, May 12, 2021. This is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show podcast for today. And we are lucky enough to have our full panel on. John Kolb, Becky Alley, Harvey Freed, of course, John Kolb, Becky Alley, in the top 1% of all mortgage originators in the United States. And Mr. Harvey Freed, over 25 years in mortgage banking, the host of the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show. Heard every Saturday morning on 97.1 FM here locally in Detroit from 9 to 10 a.m. We have our special guest today is Brian Delapella. Hi, Brian. Hey, how are you guys doing? Snaps Good. for you've, Brian. You've seen Brian, uh, you've seen Brian on our podcast before. You've heard him on our Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show on Saturday mornings because Brian is extremely experienced, very honest. He gives it to you hardcore like we do every single day, every Wednesday, every Saturday on the show. Brian, I'm going to start with you and topics that we're going to discuss, of course, but not limited to right now, we're seeing property prices and appreciation rates at all time highs. Let's talk about specifically to your area. What are you seeing right now? Um, I would say the biggest thing is appraisals not caught up to the uh, listing prices yet. I think we're having, uh, uh, I think that's the biggest issue. Um, we're just seeing these properties, they're flying off the market no matter what they're listed at, but the appraisals haven't caught up and the comps, the comps are finally just starting to come in with the ones in the last couple of months closing. But I think for me, the biggest thing I'm seeing is just the, the appraisals and it's nobody's fault. It's not the appraiser's fault. It's not the the seller's fault. It's just the market just hasn't caught up to itself, I don't think. And I think Becky can attest, we've had a couple between us that the appraisals just, they haven't matched the zip codes, the market, no matter what it is. But just one of those things, I I think it's going to level itself out. I think it's going to catch up. But right now it's just, until that appraisal comes in, you're just kind of sitting on the edge of your seat, just kind of wondering what's going to happen. Yeah, Becky, we were talking about that, and I know you've had those couple with Brian specifically. And even a week ago, two weeks ago, we talked about we talked about the property, and I have it right right here from last week. We talked about the property appraisal values have not caught up to the exuberant sales prices. Uh, I, I think I think he's one hundred percent accurate, Becky. I really do. I think Brian hit the nail right on the head. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and that's also why you're seeing these offers come in with the appraisal guarantees, because any agent that's experienced is aware that um, with the way that these markets are being so or the offers are being so competitive and having to go above above asking that you have to put in that appraisal guarantee because it's going to be a little bit of a let's sew it up there and see what happens, because, you know, you can go ten thousand dollars over on a an offer, but when that appraiser goes out there, if the data is not there to support it, um, they're going to have an issue. And I think a lot of it has to do with why the appraisal guarantee is becoming so in vogue more so than ever is a reality uh, is a testament because of that. And um, I feel like normally we see the market like in a normal market, this is not normal, but normally it's June, July that you see appraisals start to come in a little bit lower because those winter sales haven't caught up. But now because the market has been so hot, it hasn't stopped, you know, now we're seeing that issue now early on in the months, which is something that's not very common, um, even in a normal seller's market. Yeah. 
I, I agree with that. And I'm going to go to Harvey next, and then, John, I'm going to go to you, and then I'm going to talk about a real-life experience that I'm going through right now with one of my clients. Um, Harvey Freed, you know, we've got one going right now. It's, it's amazing how these things pop up. I mean, when it's hot, it's hot, and when the topics come rolling in, we have to address it here on the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast, brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, always powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 2289. Harvey, let's talk about what you've got going on right now. We've got we've got one right now, right? 275. Yeah. Um, you know, here it's funny. We bring the appraiser on the radio show a couple of weeks ago, and sometimes uh, we get snake bitten. We were on a roll there where it seemed like our appraisals were coming in right at those purchase prices. And boy, oh boy, it seemed like the appraisers were just finding all the most recent comps. And then here we are in a metropolitan city, Troy, Troy, Michigan, plenty of comparable sales out there. I'm not sure why these agents thought, and again, there's a lot of people involved in, we know our buyers want to get into the homes, but to make an offer of 350 and now the appraisal comes in at 275, you're, you're miles away. Then the, the agents then sending all the comparable sales and Brian, you're a professional, Brian, all the comparable sales are coming in at 1800 square feet at 320, 320,000, 1800 square feet. We have 1400 square feet. And we're trying to get to 320 and it's just, it just might not work. Yeah. And I think where it's, uh, you know, it's, it's on the agent to really find those comps. And I just, I dealt with one that came in 25,000 low and it's on the listing agent to find those comps and say, okay, this is, this is the realistic price. And for us buyers agents, we have to write what our client wants and we can do an appraisal guarantee. We can do whatever we can, but at the end of the day, if the square footage comps aren't there, then there's nothing we can do. It's out of our hands. But like Becky said, everybody is writing these appraisal guarantees and to stay current with the market and to keep your clients, you know, in that bidding war to keep their foot in the door, you kind of have to do and go along with what the market's calling for. And unfortunately it's just, that's what I was saying. You're kind of on the edge of your seat the whole time because it's just, I've had multiple come in low and luckily enough, I've been able to close them, but still it's, you know, it, it just adds to the roller coaster. So it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, I, I could hear and John Kolb this morning, I just got off the phone before doing the podcast. I could hear the disappointment in my client's voice when I told him the property that he was paying X for came in at Y. What, what are you seeing, John? I don't know why this is a surprise to anybody. I know it's not a surprise to anybody on this panel. But, you know, you you had people over paying, paying for houses. You knew that the appraisals weren't going to get caught up. The appraisers are going to take six months a year to catch up. It's just the way it's going to be. So, you know, you know, people like Brian and other realtors have to do due diligence. They, they have a different type of job, just like we do. Now, instead of just taking the highest and best offer, you have to make sure that offer is going to make sense and actually come to fruition. So, you know, I had a client where they offered five hundred and or I'm sorry, $600,000 on a, a sales price of four seventy-five dollars with a $50,000 appraisal guarantee. It didn't make any sense because they knew it was never going to get that high. It was, they knew it was never going to get to five fifty. dollars So what's a smarter offer to accept? The five twenty dollars cash that they got. So they took the five twenty dollars cash, not risking because they knew it was never going to get that high. And you just, you know, you have to kind of look, think outside the box and just say, hey, what's the better offer to accept? And how am I going to make sure that my client is getting the best dollar that they can get, even though there's crazy offers out there that may either 
not, never come in or are just BS offers until the inspection uh, contingency is up? Yeah, I'm going to give you an example, and then I'm going to move on to another topic before giving some statistics out. Got off the phone with my clients, sounded very disappointed. Um, been looking for houses, condos for, say, the last seven, eight months. Finally found one. Knew that the market is running hot in the condo market. It's uh, multiple bids. Got it for $60,000 over the appraised value. Um, the list price was the list price. Bought it for the list price, but it's $60,000 over. And, and my whole point is, is that I know you're disappointed, but aren't we really protecting the buyer by saying, hey, look it, here's what the appraised value is. You know you overpaid. Um, this is just confirmation of what we've been talking about with you for a very, very long time. And I guess that's the way I have to frame it. Again, not new because here, every region recorded double-digit year-over-year price growth. The Northeast saw over 22%. The West saw 18%. In the South, 15%. And here in the Midwest, a little over 14% appreciation. So, of course, it's not going to catch up yet. And I don't know when it will catch up. But, Brian, I've got another question. I want to take this in another direction with you. I was also talking to a realtor yesterday, and this comes into the category, are we spoiled by this market? Talking to this realtor, she had a listing here in the Birmingham area. She had it on the market. You ready, guys? Eight days. Eight days, and there were no offers. So she's concerned about a slowdown. Brian Delapella, <laughs> is there a slowdown or are we just spoiled? I, I think we're just spoiled. I, I don't, I don't think it's a slowdown at all. Um, you know, maybe that's one where the, you know, the agents are actually saying, Hey, this one's overpriced. We it's, it's going to come down. Just don't touch it yet. But I, I just think we're spoiled right now. I don't see a slowdown. If anything, I see more houses popping up thankfully right now. And uh, they're, they're gone even quicker because those buyers are still there with those locked in interest rates. And I just don't see it slowing down right now. So go with that. Go with that. I like that. Let's stick on that subject. So you see more listings coming on the market right now. I do. Yeah. I see more listings coming up, especially the zip codes I work in, um, which is good for my buyers, you know, all price ranges. Um, So, but it just means more multiple offers because these people are still locked into these low interest rates. You know, maybe they weren't as low as they were six, seven months ago or whatever, but they're still very low and you have multiple buyers out there. I'm working with multiple buyers in the same areas. And finally these houses are starting to pop up, but it's just, they're still going just as quick right now. So you still have a lack of, you know, houses on the market, but right now it's prime season to list and that's what's happening. But unfortunately a lot of these sellers that are listing, they need to buy. And so it's just, it's a endless cycle right now, but um, there are listings coming up. Yes. Excellent. Becky. So not a slowdown. We're just spoiled. Appraisals haven't caught up to purchase prices yet. More people are still in the market buying, correct? And, yeah, I mean, and, and yeah. we're busy. Yes, we're definitely busy. Um, I agree with Brian. It's not going to slow down. Naturally, this is the time of year where you're going to see more listings pop up. And to your point of the house sitting on the market for a God for second, you know, sake in eight days, <laughs> right? That is a testament that, 
the, you know, like these agents, they're not also silly. The buyers are more savvy than they used to because we're educating them. We're taking more time with them. So, you know, we're trying to get our buyers not to act out of desperation. So when it's blatantly obvious that a house is overpriced, the market is going to dictate that the attention that that property gets is going to dictate that because no one, as much as people are getting crazy, throwing these, you know, doing these appraisal guarantees, no one also wants to be foolish either. And, you know, and any agent is going to see a house that's overpriced and know that that those sellers are trying to maybe create a, a bidding war or go above and beyond. And, you know, we don't want to get ourselves in those positions, not to mention, you know, when you pull comps, I know Brian does that too. Um, you can see that, what are you basing that sales price off of when the highest comp is $30,000 under that purchase price that you're trying to list it for? Like it's already your, your, the writing's on the wall and we don't want to put our buyers through any more stress um, than we already have because, you know, it is a little bit frustrating when they're putting in, you got one house that's decent and you got in some cases, 20 buyers going at that one house. I mean, we have to set them up for success. And, but at the same time, sometimes you got to be like, no, this one isn't for you. It's too high and it's just going to go higher. And let's keep that money in your pocket and watch it. Yeah. John Colby, you have those discussions with your buyers all the time. Um, you're not shy about voicing your opinion. You've been doing this for a very long time. As we ascertained yesterday, 24 years and two months, um, which is a direct, that is, that is a number, correct, John? 24 years and two months? Correct, correct. Yeah, there you, you were go. a couple of years off yesterday. <laughs> 24 years and two months. Let's make that, write that down. But when you're talking to your buyers and your agents, where are they seeing things right now? I mean, once again, just like Brian said, it's, it's not really slowing down. It's there, there's more buyers than there are homes. So Buyers, agents are frustrated. First-time home buyers are throwing their arms up because they don't have the appraisal guarantee to throw out there. And so they're just frustrated with everything. Now, listing agents are having a field day out there, but you know, you got to get more and more listings. And sometimes if that home is sitting on the market for eight days, maybe it's like the last girl or guy to be picked uh, to dance at the prom. There might be something wrong with it. You know, there's there's just, there's just there might the wow. might be bad. The basement might be bad. Wow. Hey, everybody, it's a good thing this is a podcast. I know John Cole just didn't say all that, did he? Oh yeah. Oh, I, I know this is hardcore, but uh hardcore, Harry. Yeah, Harvey Freed, Brian directly mentioned the fact about interest rates, okay? Um, are we spoiled with interest rates being this low? Are we spoiled that houses are might not get an offer in seven, eight days like uh, my realtor friend said to me. Are we spoiled? But there are people still out there looking to refinance, and there are a plethora of buyers out there. Are we spoiled with these rates? Because we know these rates aren't going down to zero, Harvey Freed, right? Well, they're not going down to zero, Harry, but I don't know about spoiled is the word. You could take advantage of it. It's just like, you know, if you want to get into uh, the housing market uh, three or four years ago, we have a lot of those buyers that they were first time home buyers, $200,000 buyers. Now they're selling those homes for two seventy-five. dollars Now they're $350,000 buyers. So they're forced to take advantage of today's rates and uh, they have to pay more money for that next house up. So I don't know about spoiled. Sometimes uh, timing in life uh, works out to your benefit. I think that's an awesome opportunity. And Brian, if you want to throw in interest rates, hey, look, still at 50 year lows, Still here, as you said, uh, we're a lot busier than we were last year this time. So um, we'll get over the hump. We'll figure out where to find some housing on the market. 
but buyers have to be prepared. And it's really about educating them, whether it be the mortgage lender or the real estate agent, telling people today's market's a little bit different and really sharing that knowledge with them. Yeah, Brian, I'm going to tell you and panel, I'm going to share with you why I use the term spoiled. And Brian, last year at this time, okay, do you remember last year at this time, May 12th, 2020? Yeah, I was selling houses uh, via FaceTime. <laughs> you were selling houses via FaceTime. People didn't want to go in. We're no. at the beginning of the pandemic. Everybody was afraid. Everybody had to curtail their behavior. And now expectations seem to be back. Well, three and a half isn't a good interest rate. Um, you know, now the market seems to be substantially busier. The governor didn't even open up our state to real estate agents technically until May 8th last year. So June, July, and August were, was really the start of our home buying season, right? And the selling season. So I use the term spoiled because did we forget where we were a year ago? <laughs> and are, are we spoiled because everybody's so busy? That's Brian, that's why I use the term spoiled. That's my word. I'm not laying it on the whole panel. No, yeah, it's a good word to use. I, <laughs> I, I think we're a little spoiled right now with this market. Um, I've never worked with more buyers than I am currently right now. I am just overwhelmed with buyers. It's a good thing, but uh, I, they obviously it's still a good market for interest rates with this many buyers. So obviously they know that the market we're in, it's not going to last. We don't know when it, it's just, it's not going to sustain. So it's going to happen. So right now there's so many people just really locked into these, what we say are good rates right now. And they need, they need to buy. And which goes back to just the lack of listings on the market. Yeah, I like that point of view, Becky. I think that's a very pragmatic, realistic point of view that Brian brings out. You know, I went, and when he when he brings it up and says it's not going to last forever, can you take it from there? Okay, so one thing that I truly love about Brian is that he is a realist. Okay, um, you would you know think that he's the way that he speaks, the way that he handles his clients. Um, He's had some, you know, you would think that he was in the business for 50 some years, right? You know, he's very on top of it. He, he looks at the whole picture, right? He's not going to just live in this fantasy land. So he spends a lot of time and this is coming from experience where there's times where he actually makes a phone call to the borrower before I do in regards to what to expect as far as if the appraisal comes in a little bit low. And that's why we work so well together is because he's already reading my mind. He's already knowing the conversations that I'm going to have. So he's there ahead of, ahead of schedule, just kind of laying that foundation for me. So when I step in and have that second, like come to Jesus conversation, they're already understanding. And he understands that with these buyers, they have to take advantage of it because that might be a difference between one last buyer that he has had their interest rates be, you know, if they're a percent higher, right? Because it's adding to that buying power, but it's also adding to the amount of buyers that are out there. So the market isn't going to stay where it's at right now. He's absolutely right. But the fact that he's out here hustling and grinding and working for his clients, again, is just why I think he's such a top-notch agent because he's aware of that, just like we are aware of it. And um, spoiled, I, I don't think that word is thrown around loosely, you know, at all, you know, because it's about perspective. And um, 2018 rates were 4.875. I mean, you, where are we at right now? I mean, we're 
well below that. And people are taking advantage of it if they're smart enough, um, not smart enough, but if they are motivated enough and they're aware of what's happening, it now is the time. Um, but again, it's just adding to that buyer pool that is taking over the lack of sellers. Yeah, Becky, I'm going to go with that. John Kolb, I'm going to amend my term spoiled in quotation marks. I think we should use the term perspective and keep everything in perspective, proper perspective. Um, but you know what? I'll revert back to spoil because it's just a general descriptive for people that <laughs> act like five-year-olds. But um, let's keep this in perspective, John Kolb. Let's wrap it up with you. I'm going to go for you for the, uh, the third to last word, Harvey's second to last word. We're going to then kick it over to Becky and Brian, and I'm going to give my perspective. John, let's talk about perspective. You know, perspective is just this. I mean, it's just, it's that you need to just have a realistic approach on what you're going to be getting yourself into, whether you're a buyer or a seller, you have to know that you're not going to get, you know, the best, the best of both worlds. And you just got to keep, you know, make sure you get with your team. We always say this, get with your team, uh, your team of realtors, your team of mortgage people, your team of accountants, financial planners, and make sure you're making an educated decision that's going to be best for you and your family. And, you know, you can only succeed when you do that. And we just want everyone to be successful and uh, happy homeowners so that we can uh, you know, move forward and keep doing more and more transactions together. Excellent. Harvey Freed. Well, you got to be I, uh, in with the times. I don't care if you've been selling real estate for one year, 25 years, whatever your story is. You can't sell a house and have unrealistic uh, expectations. Again, my addendum on my appraisal that came in lower than the purchase price, my addendum reads so horribly, Harry, that these people actually can contractually have other issues. So it's very important to make sure that your real estate team, your lender, are top-notch professionals in today's industry that are doing a lot of business because you can get yourself in a, a mess. You can waste a lot of time and money. And I think ultimately, I hope my clients haven't found that that they were moving forward with the house that's just completely out of their reach. So uh, a lot of knowledge. And again, your, your realtor and your lender, they're not all the same. Find the best ones out there and call us. Yeah, I like that. And Becky Alley? Yeah, I agree with all of that. Who you work with matters. We say that all the time. We're not here to dictate who you work with, but you need to make sure that you're working with people that are going to take the time, explain things to you, hold your hand if you need your hand held and really break it down because you can be very easily be taken advantage of. You can very easily be out thousands of dollars, depending on how a contract is written. And we can't control what the housing market's going to be doing as far as the appraisal. You know, they're people too. They're going to go out there and they're going to take that data and they're going to do the best they can. And then we have to assess that. So working with who you're going to work with is you need to be educated, start the conversation sooner than later. And um, I keep saying it, it's beautiful out and there's nothing more beautiful than home ownership on top of that. So um, make sure you, you align yourself up with some really, you know, really good people. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our panel, John Kolb, Becky Alley and Harvey Freed, Brian Delapella, your thoughts and your last words for today are Piggybacking off of John, a word John and Becky use, educate. It's my favorite word to use right now in this market with my buyers. I sit down, have a buyer consultation. If you're a buyer, make sure you're being educated in this market. Know what an appraisal guarantee means. Know what waiving inspection means. Know what multiple offer situations you're going to be getting into means for you. Not just walking in the door for the first time, reading them, meeting the realtor off Zillow and writing an offer. Know what you're in for. 
sure your team is educating you and giving you the best foot forward to get that house. I think that's wonderful. And ladies and gentlemen out there listening to this podcast, if you watch our show every Saturday or listen to our show every Saturday and the podcast, we will tell you that you have to slow down, gather your team around you because short-term fixes and short-term decisions will make for long-term ramifications. This is not a short-term business. Buying a house is not short-term, okay? I don't care what TV shows you watch, the buy and flip, those are professionals doing it. When you're buying a house for you and your family, you need to slow down. You need to make, take the long-term. You have to make sure that you're making the right decision for you and your family long-term. And that's why I love working with Brian Delapella, Becky Alley, Harvey Freed, and John Kolb and our entire team because we are not going to give you a short-term answer. We're going to give you a long-term plan for success. And uh, whether you're John Kolb and you've been doing this for 24 years and two months, Becky Alley, who's been doing this for over 20 years, Harvey Freed, who wants everybody – for me to tell everybody he's been doing it almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. Brian, who's been doing it a long time. I've been certainly, look at my hair. I've been doing this for a long time. I might have no hair left, John Cole. Harvey Free. I, I don't, John, I don't even remember when my prom was or who was there. How's that sound? Okay. Yeah, but well, long term, long term. under the sea. You need a long term plan. This is long term. Life is, you know, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. So I will tell you this, that you've got great people in your corner. Brian Delapella, Becky Alley, John Kolb, Harvey Freed, myself, and our entire team at Capital Mortgage Funding. This has been another segment of the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, produced and directed by Roberto Beauchene. You might not be able to see him, but I can certainly see him. Thank you, everybody. And we'll see you coming up on the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show with Harvey Freed and our entire panel and Brian Della special guest, 9 a.m., 97.1. We'll see you there.